up? And welcome back to the Mother Crushers podcast, friends. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Oh, my pit Caroline's stink. sniffing her my own pits right stink. now. <laughs> I'm on my second swap of Dove deodorant today. And it's, it's just not holding up. I have days where I'm like, did I, what did I do this week? What did I eat? Like, what, what happened that today I'm, I'm just like a B.O. mess I'm right super now. Super sweaty. <laughs> So you're super sweaty. sweaty. Just because I ate some sloppy jokes. <laughs> um, so here, here's my issue. Um, I think I have a bug in my ear. I don't okay. know. Um, so when Corey walked into her house before we started to record, she's, that's the first thing out of her mouth. And I lost my mind because I was going to tell you all a story about like – this irrational kind of like fear. irrational. irrational. Did you do that? <laughs> I totally did that on purpose. <laughs> I love puns. Um, but this, <laughs> I think that was really just my southern accent. It was. That's um, what's funny but about that. I woke up in the middle of the night. Everything's pitch black dark, and I just like my inside of my ear, deep inside my ear, was itching real bad, mm-hmm. and so I rolled over and I, I like itched it, and then I I, sw- I think I thought in my head. A bug. I was thinking it was either a spider or a roach. Even one of my two worst nightmares has crawled into my ear, deep in there, and has now laid eggs. And I'm not going to know it mm-hmm. until like a week from now, when a ton of them come crawling out of my ear. I started freaking out. So I spent a solid, I spent a solid like ten minutes rolled over on the side of my bed with my phone pitch dark in my room taking flashed pictures inside of my i could not get the right angle oh, I kept of course getting, you like, couldn't because it's a tiny hole <laughs> i was trying so hard to get a good picture like deep down in there so i could make sure and i i just knew at one point i was gonna look at the picture and see two little beady eyes ear hole and i was gonna freak out well i don't know what's happening with me every time i touch my ear it hurts like deep down in there and if i like shrug my shoulder i can feel it and then sometimes it doesn't and this has been going on for like two days so in my head the same thing is happening except i didn't try to take yeah, a picture like of it because i knew that was nearly impossible mama but pregnant right oh <laughs> Why? Why? It is that is kind of like one of my top five fears. You know what you need, and I actually, um, I'm such a sucker for Instagram ads. Oh, what and is they it? Know what product it. is going to help me? Okay, it's like this really cool twisty Q-tip. It's like a twist. Oh. It's like twisted. You're I don't. Not it's like to a, use Q-tips. Well, don't shut. Don't even. You're not. Let me live my life. Well, I'll, you I'm know telling what? you what. You're not supposed to. And I heard that straight from the doctor, the ear doctor. Well, how many times has the doctor told you something you ignored? Many. Many, many times. <laughs> that's what I'm going to just turn a blind eye to because I love the feeling. It's <laughs> like no, to go on the outside. Listen, I know. Listen, I got a trick. I know how to how to do it right. I, you pull the back of your ear up like this so it makes mm-hmm. the hole bigger. That way the Q-tip isn't touching the sides and you just... Stick it in where it's just touching air, and then you press down and pull and pull out. And one of my favorite things to do too is to get it, the uh, earwax out of my kids' ears. Ugh. I'm like, I'll, I'm looking. I really enjoy it. It makes me real really. Like like you're digging your finger in their ears. Right? Yes. Do you want to hear something else that's really weird? And this was something like that I used to really enjoy when I was little as well. <laughs> I used to have chronic nosebleeds when I was little, oh, like yeah? really bad. I used to have them all the time. And my daughter Presley has them now too. And when I was little, I can remember um, really like if I had a nosebleed, really looking forward to the blood clotting up mm-hmm. because then <laughs> I, <laughs> this is so gross. <laughs> because then I could get like, there'd be that tiny little piece that's still kind of 
up front and I could get the tissue and I could pull the clot out. Oh, yeah. So, like, it'd be nice. like this really long, thick blood clot that you pull out of your nose and it felt so good. <laughs> That is a little disturbing. Oh, um, but it feels good. So when Presley has one, I'm like, ooh. Oh I'm like, did it clot? Yeah, did it clot? And then I'll pull it out of hers. And I always look at her and I'm like, did that, that felt kind of good. Did, did that? And she's like, no. No, stop touching me and my ears. <laughs> um, I never had nosebleeds as a kid. And I never knew it was a thing. Um, and so like a few years ago, one of my good friends, one of our good friends was getting married. And my friend Caitlin, your friend Caitlin uh, was so in the they're bathroom. They're all just yours. They all belong. I know. To yours. I, I'm so used. I'm I do that even chick. to Kyler. I say my mom is doing this, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's our mom." Anyway, so Caitlin was in the bathroom. The wedding was supposed to start, and uh, Caitlin. I don't think it was our friend because I wasn't invited to the wedding. So you're Sid's probably- wedding. Oh. Yeah, it was Sydney's wedding, and the wedding was about to start, and we were bridesmaids, and we were downstairs in the bathroom, and Caitlin has this nosebleed like I have never seen before. I thought she was like, I thought something was seriously wrong, <laughs> and she's like holding, <laughs> she's like bent over the sink, and blood's just gushing out, just like, this is normal, it's fine, it happens, it happens, and I'm like, no, I don't think it, this happens, and so apparently people do. So your do. kids don't have them? No, I never got them, my kids don't oh get them. Oh my gosh, listen to this, my middle, all three of mine have had them, I mm-hmm. probably a genetic thing I passed down to them. Let me cast that out, Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my middle child, who is like, you know, she's real, real, real white, very white hair, white skin, very mm-hmm. pale. She had one in her sleep. Oh, no. And so when I go in there to wake her up for school, it looked like, it looked like, I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would have freaked out because right. her white blonde hair was just bright red, <laughs> soaked and like knotted and like a, like a knitted bloody bird's nest all around her face she had blood all dried blood all over her face (laughs) we were late for school that day Um, i say it was the scariest thing ever i guess i'm thankful that that is not something i had to worry about yeah we have to we have to do that all the time there's just every there's like lots of blood going on in our house you can always find bloody tissues everywhere well speaking of this what it reminds me of uh sort of is that Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of blood, I have a thing for serial killer documentaries. Have you guys watched it? Because it, I've seen it kind of like trending on Facebook and whatnot. And yeah, it's what, trending because Zac Efron's gorgeous. <laughs> well, yeah, but like that's the point. Ted Bundy was a really good-looking man, and he—it's tra- terrifying. It is really one of the most disturbing serial killer stories I have listened to, and I. Um, I didn't, I mean, I knew who he was and kind of knew a little about him, but this, I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And that's why I always told every single gorgeous guy that ever hit on me. No. Yeah. <laughs> because I knew. Because you knew. Right. What was underneath all that. I sure fancy did. Looks. I was like, no, I'm not having it. Yeah. Next. Well, what is the obsession with like true crime docs? I'm not the only one. I, he, I like I post about it, and then you get a lot of people saying well, because me too. there's like millions of women out there or people out there who are just living in a really dark space, like you, Corey, and they <laughs> they like to get they they like, they to, like you know, to be scared, they like to pour into that darkness oh with their documentaries. Gosh. I could watch them all day long, and I do. Nor if I get the chance, if I'm ever like by myself or if I stay up late, and that's all I watch is like. Really I think it's just kind of stuff. interesting when they're getting into 
like wanting to know like how they thought and yeah i want to know like i like to know the family members or people closest to them perspective because that's what freaks me out the most and then you like to sit and think like could my husband right could this has anyone in it my does life go through my head. Yeah, because I'm like, no, he would never. But that's, that's what they what were saying thought. about Ted. But that's what she That's right. But, that's you know, she, she had some clues. She had a couple of clues. <laughs> okay. We're not even going to go there. But let's just say. Do you, and, so do you love the true crime stuff? No, I not not like you do. Like, I, if I, um, you know, if my husband likes to watch, you know, mm-hmm. all he likes all kinds of documentaries. But so, like, if you or him are watching it and I'm sitting there, I'll watch it and yeah. I get interested in what's happening. I don't just, I just don't, like, go searching for new ones, you know. Like, right. Like, you know, like, I like baking shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to, I like to watch baking shows even though I don't really like to bake. Well, I don't like to kill people either. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my That's point, Corey. <laughs> so what I do do is go, I like, I... I got on this baking show kick, especially mm-hmm. nailed it on Netflix. Oh, it's, it's I love funny. it. That's the one we're supposed to be on. You and I could totally Girl, be on that show. I actually thought about that because I, we don't know how to cook. So I was like, this is the perfect show for right. us to be on. Like, it, we would be so hilarious. There, there are very low expectations. And yes. I like that. And also, if not that, I was like, I should be one of the funny comedic judges. Right. That should be my career. <laughs> Oh, I love that show. My kids love it, too. They do. they do always. They do your kids, too. So, Mom, you should go on that. Uh, <laughs> no, we, so, we watch it. We watch it enough where I start to feel motivated. And I'm mm-hmm. like, let's try to do one. Let's, yeah. try to do, <laughs> let's try to make the unicorn cake, girls. Right. And then um, it, I I remember how much I hate to cook. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, let's just hope to God you forget that I said that. Right. <laughs> Even though I did buy them the Nom Noms Bakery set. <laughs> It's like a, a modern day easy bake oven type mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I just keep on hoping they'll just forget about it because yeah. I just don't even want to mess. I hate cooking. I do too. So much. I, I It's not even like, it's not a new thing. I've mm-hmm. never liked it. I've always hated it. You know, and being from the South, people always think, oh, some women just love to cook. They just love to be in the kitchen. And I'm like, no, not me. I don't Barefoot and in the kitchen. <laughs> no. Heck no. Um, I saw this meme today on Facebook that said, like, if you could choose, would you rather pick a chef daily or a magical cleaning fairy to clean your house daily? (gasps) That's tough. What would you pick? That is so hard. I, you think? 1,000%. I can force myself, you know, to Mm -hmm. cook. As a matter of fact, if my house was totally spotless, I'd probably be a lot more chipper about cooking. That's true. Uh, if I had someone cooking for me every day, though, I'd still have a, like, think about the amount of time and the amount of little things that go into cleaning the house. Like, how many separate different things there are. All right. You kind of changed my mind. At first, I was, oh, like, cooking just- because, I mean, they could make me, like, nice well-balanced healthy meals and that's true too it'd help us get it help mm-hmm. us get into our mm-hmm. it wouldn't know, i i wouldn't summer. like jump to the bag of chips i do so very often mm-hmm. <laughs> because i, I have well, a meal you ready. say that I, I, here in town there is a really healthy pre-made oh, meal service well, and the meals are like delicious. but i have to go get it <laughs> exactly now they have delivery too though oh no they kidding have it all. yes oh. and I, even when i have them in their refrigerator there's still days where i'm like I kind of want those Cheetos, wow. <laughs> My face just fell in a bag of really yummy, but it doesn't taste like those Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we kind of wanted to go back to a way that we've crushed it this week. And so, Caroline, what was your way that you crushed it this week? I had week? a really great way. I was actually 
really proud of myself and I had to have a little bit of encouragement from Corey to even do it. And I'm sure so many of y'all are going to relate to this, but I am the friend. If I see people that I am friends with or even like sort of kind of acquaintances with all out and hanging out like on Facebook, since you can't get away with nothing Mm -hmm. anymore, if you're going out, everyone's going to know you went out. And if you didn't invite me, I'm going to know you didn't invite me. Mm, And so I I am, I, I get like, well, Oh, I'm glad they're having fun. I wish they would have invited me. I wouldn't have gone, but I still want to be invited. Right. You know what I mean? I just, but this last weekend, <laughs> oh, God bless you. <laughs> Couldn't hold it back. <laughs> cat, cat, get out of that baby's buttermilk. Okay. That's what my mom always used to tell us when we, did you even hear what I said? Something about scat cat. Scat cat. <laughs> um, so a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to come out and my crazy thoughts y'all went straight to, Oh, that was really nice. I wonder if she's just asking me cause she feels bad or I wonder uh-huh. if you, feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm so crazy about this stuff. And, um, so I told Corey that she invited me to go out and that, you know, I've been feeling like I should start going out sometimes with friends and just get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And I've been really, really struggling lately with my emotions and being up and down and with my thoughts and, and dealing with, um, well, I don't even know what it is yet. Could be depression. I'm not sure. I go to the doctor next week, but I needed to do something. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I said yes, that I would go out with her. And then I started trying to create all the reasons I could text her and tell her I couldn't come. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Corey was like, nah, girl. <laughs> Actually, Corey tried to tip me to watch documentaries. I her. did. I said, well, first I said, Lil Wilson, I was going to offer you to stay over and we could watch Ted Bundy together because I hadn't watched it all yet then. And I said, but I really think you ought to go and you'll regret not going. Yeah. Um, so you should do that. Which honestly, like, tempt me with staying in the house with a friend and watching TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hard to turn down because that's my, that's my jam. sometimes you just need to get out. And you know what drives me nuts? I have seen people say this before, like, on social media. And they're like, I just don't know how women can leave their kids. Like, I just don't get it. What? And I'm like... What is what? wrong with you? Like, there's for nothing like a, wrong. For like a couple hours yeah. out Like, what? I'm sorry. If I'm going out or going anywhere, I'm going with my kids. And I'm like, that's oh great. But, God. like, do yourself a favor and try to, like, have some you time. Who doesn't need that? And, I yeah, I mean, Honestly, if we're talking about partying every single weekend, well, yeah. I mean, well, come on. Partying down. at this point for us means literally, like. Going to dinner. having an appetizer and dessert is a partied it up tonight you know what i mean like it's my party is really on my couch is what i do i party on my couch listen i will give you credit though Corey. like you know how to do it when you do it you do it well okay (laughs) i don't i'm not i just i'm not i get tired i've never really been that into it to be honest with you i don't like anything about the process i don't like getting ready to go Mm -hmm. out i don't like uh, sometimes when I'm out, I get like a lot of anxiety just about being about around a bunch of people. And nowadays, too, it's so weird because everyone's on their phones 24 mm-hmm. 7. And I have noticed that it's actually a lot harder these days to carry on a conversation with someone than it used to be. It right. really is because people like don't even know how to act around real people who have faces in front of you. Right. Like, you know how to convey your emotions all day long with emojis, uh-huh. but like actually laughing. It's yeah. like really hard. I mean, it won't be long till our, our verbal reactions are going to be uh, crying, laughing. People <laughs> do it already. People oh, really? say LOL. That's true. Oh, that was so funny. I was LOL. like, what? 
say it with a sit it with a straight face too just lol, LOL. Like, like they're like the meh emoji in real life <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit you know and then like you know go trying to go through the crowd to go and and i also i, I notice my age difference now yeah more than i Same. used to mm-hmm. so i um i can just tell it's just different but i am glad i went i had fun i met i met a couple new people that were really cool and it was a good time um let me tell you what i did do though i put on like real clothes like Uh i I actually i'm bringing flared back i put on some flared pants that Mm -hmm. i actually really like uh with some boots and a plaid shirt yeah a button-up like plaid oh girl like cowgirled up you know what i mean uh i did my hair Mm -hmm. and everything and uh, I kid you not, I brought, I, what did I, I dropped my kids off at your house. Mm-hmm. My girl spent the night with her that night. And I went home and I changed into something more comfortable. <laughs> but, but, yeah. You changed before you went out? Yeah. I changed out <laughs> of my good clothes into, take, guess what I put on? Your sweatshirt. <laughs> the sweatshirt. What does it say? Stay positive. Stay positive. Yeah. One thousand percent. I put on some jeans and some tennis shoes and my stay positive sweater. That's and, <laughs> and I'll be honest, like. I just feel better. I am in a place in my life where I at no point want to feel uncomfortable. Right. And, no, I don't think you should. And I don't mean physically, like, like oh, comfortable clothes. I mean, like, myself. Yeah. And it's not that I don't ever – it's not that I'm never myself if I'm dressed up. It's just – in that moment, I started to feel anxious about mm-hmm. going out, and I, I just felt like I would be even more anxious if I was, like, trying to, like, tug at my shirt right. and pull my pants up, and I'm just not feeling comfortable. So mm-hmm. I my husband even was like, you took your nice clothes off? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why? I was like, just shush. Just see you later. <laughs> oh, that's but You still look cute. I remember seeing this. Instagram yeah. Story. I told him, I was like, you should be happy. Now, now, now people won't be trying to steal me away from you all night. <laughs> But it's not so funny, like, a lot of it is that anxiety before you go built up. And I yeah. am that way, too. And I can, I can be, like, a social butterfly. Sure I can. can talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I still am very much like that before I go out. I'm like, oh, who's going to be there? Is it people I'm not used to? Yeah. I don't want to, like, put on a front. I just want to, like, be relaxed around people I know, right. you know. And you work yourself up so much. Am I going to drink too much? You know, that's the usual one for me. <laughs> I'm gonna say something I didn't mean. <laughs> well, and like me not me not being from here, mm-hmm. I never know anyone. Yeah, you know? so yeah. it's like I'll know the one person who asked me to come out, right. and that's it. And so, that's hard to be in a group of yes. people who know each other. And you know, you and I have talked about that a lot, like how it was when you first started coming around us. And we always yeah. like groups of friends that have known each other for a while always like tend to go towards stories from their High past. Yeah, and that would be hard. And yeah. I do try to be mindful of when that happens when we're all around each other like oh wait caroline tell us about your high school (laughs) like like, like anybody cares you're not gonna be be in any of the stories i care (laughs) no but it's funny because so you work yourself up so much but then you know once you are out there and around people um it feels really good and when you get home you can go to bed like oh that was fun i'm really glad i did that for myself so yeah and i think like what's nice about at this point is you if you whenever you're ready to leave you just leave right you know what i mean it's not like you have to stay right. out or it's i could like be like to be for us like yes. staying out to like the you know one or one three or whatever is <laughs> like, <laughs> the you know, sunrise the right <laughs> <laughs> i was telling Girl. my mom i was telling my mom today like 
I remember this time. I don't know how I used to function, but I used to work at a TV station and we I would sign on at 5 a.m. and I would literally stay out that whole night, yep. go into the TV station, like still clothes I had on from going out on. I'd lay up in a chair <laughs> with my feet up on the desk and I'd set my alarm for every hour that I had to get up and push a button. Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so in college... I did the same thing. I was on a soft, I was on a softball scholarship though. So every, so Thursday nights were the big nights. Yeah. Like Thursday nights are your Friday night in right. college because nobody had Friday classes. Yes. So, um, I, we would go out to like two, three in the morning and I would have to be at, I worked at the gym, mm-hmm. the local gym where our softball team worked out at on Fridays. Yeah. So I would have to go like get like two hours sleep, sometimes one hour of sleep and then go to that gym, be there by five to open. Or so I had to be there a little before five <laughs> yeah. actually to open up the gym and then when the team would come in at like eight o'clock a.m i would have to go do two go do workouts with them and then we would have two practices that day and i and i did it almost every weekend and it was fine can you imagine doing that now girl i can't (laughs) if we go i can't even go to the movies i can't even go to the movies if it starts at eight and we get out at 10 i'm so done i'm like (laughs) my butt's numb i don't even like this like i keep trying even when me and you went to the movies i'm I remember thinking in my head, I don't want to like not do the movies anymore because it's like one thing we have left from our little age group. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, everybody just watches on Netflix or when it comes yeah. out on Voodoo or Hulu or Zudu or whatever the heck, you know, <laughs> they watch it on and less and less people go to the theater. Yeah. But I hate it. I hate it so much. The yeah. the hour long previews, like my my legs get uncomfortable. They feel numb. My toes start to feel numb. I need to get up and walk and get my oh blood my flowing because my my varicose veins get constricted. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I You're just get too like, much. and I get super extra annoyed too, like with people. Yeah, I'm. I find myself so annoyed with people in these situations now, mm-hmm. where I used to probably be the one annoying the people. You know, <laughs> now I get it. Yo, know, I get it when somebody comes in with, or like when I see a group of twenty year olds mm-hmm. walk in, I'm annoyed immediately because I you already know them. it's going to be drama. <laughs> it's going to be like extra selfies. Mm-hmm. We don't even care that you're not supposed to. I, you not see the sign says no cell phones in here. It's for a reason because we can see <laughs> when you do the flash. Okay. Like I'm just so aggravated. And then you've got like young moms who bring in little babies into like R-rated movies and stuff and it's just so, I get so annoyed. I'm so angry. Uh, Look, Corey's over there like that. I, I took my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. sorry, I will say it. Don't take your baby to the movies. Like just don't go to the movies till you get a babysitter. Okay. I'm just going um okay well i'm gonna say (laughs) that i still enjoy the movies i don't go that often so i do enjoy like i want to i want a special occasion getting the big popcorn and everything i do like it yeah and yeah like i really really enjoy dropping a hundred dollars on popcorn and coke (laughs) and you know raisinets but you know so we save me and Corey had a joke about that how we save up we save up for like a month to go mm-hmm. to have the one weekend we already know we're going to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. It is super fun, though. I do. I think it's so. super fun if I go with you. Like I've taken my kids to some of the kids' movies, mm-hmm. and I'm super. I watch them almost the whole movie. I, I just look at. I just want to see their faces. I know. It's pretty You're sweet. like, oh, that, look at. They thought that was funny. They got the humor of that joke. They are their mother's child. I, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like going to scary movies when it's you and I. I mean, I like bringing. I my like kids going to with them, you but. to scary movies. Yeah, because it's fun. Which we didn't do that this year because we are no. so chicken. 
We are so chicken. In our old age. Uh-huh. So how did you crush it this week? Because I didn't. Um, so <laughs> I have successfully convinced my oldest daughter that it is really cool to cook me breakfast on the weekends. So it's been the past two weekends. <laughs> and I just tell her, like, you're so good at that. Like, And she loves it. And she eats it up. So she goes in the kitchen and she makes me like a full breakfast eggs puts ketchup on it because she knows her mama likes ketchup on her eggs she made me pancakes i mean oh and a toast and a slice of toast and then she brings me milk and she brought it to me on the couch and it was so sweet but like the funny thing is it's like when you remember when you were little and like you thought it was cool for a week to do the dishes you know like the i don't remember no i did i thought okay yeah look how responsible i am i'm grown doing the dishes but then it was over in like two days and then your mom's like, no, now you have to do them all the time. You know what you're doing. Because I know doing. what you're capable of. Yes, exactly. Um, so that's how – that's what's happening right now. She feels like it's a really cool thing to do. She loves being in there and doing stuff on her own. And she's bringing me breakfast on the couch. But I'm just worried that this is not going to last that long. So well, I'm super proud of you because um, <sighs> I would love to let my daughter do – I'll let her fix cereal, toast. Mm-hmm. But, like, eggs would stress me out because I would just be in the other – I would just be thinking, is she cracking it right? Is she getting salmonella <laughs> everywhere? Does she wash her hands? Is there shell in the like, – Let it just, go. Is she going to burn herself on the pan? And look, here's the thing. I know kids are capable because we see Top Chef kids and it's like, oh, they just cooked filet mignon. (laughs) Yes. That seven-year-old kid is like a culinary genius, knows how to like chop real fast, (laughs) really sharp knives. Our kids could be doing this for us. Yeah, because their parents are obviously very relaxed, chill parents (laughs) and just are like, dude, just you'll learn. Go for it. Just go for it. I can't. I'm over anxious. I'm like, get out of the kitchen. Oh, I'm all for it. You want to fix me some steak, girl? Get in there. Oh, I mean, Benny would, sense. my oldest is the type that can handle it, though. She's yeah. overly cautious, and I have no worries about her. So, she'll be cooking me steaks in no time. Oh, I'm going to come <laughs> over and let her cook me one, too. Yes. She can teach Presley, and then maybe I'll feel better there about it. There you go. It. We can have a dinner night. Now, I do you. that with chores. So, oh, yeah. so Presley and Kansas both went through a little phase where they were so excited to help around the house. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh, and when we got the puppy, taking the puppy out, yeah. took a potty. It was like a, they would fight over whose turn it was oh, to take the dog out. These were good well, times. Yeah, then they realized how annoying it actually is sitting <laughs> out there waiting on her to quit playing with leaves and sticks and watching people walk and sniffing the wind and yeah. go when it's, you know, 23 degrees outside. So now it's a big issue. And they have shown me, they have demonstrated to me, especially Presley, the oldest, that she can clean the kitchen top to bottom mm-hmm. spotless and do it correctly. So now that I know that, it's a constant, it's a leverage. Every, anything you want, you've got to clean the kitchen first. Right. Everything. Well, and in fact, the other day when, it, when she cooked me breakfast, Teddy, my four-year-old, was like, I want some too. And I was like, Benny, you want to cook Teddy breakfast too? And she was like, no. And I go, I'll give you $5. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Man, this momming thing. I'm just like nailing it. Now this and that is what a zennial is. Yeah. Okay. We're not quite millennial, but we will pay our kids to cook breakfast because we don't sure want to. Sure we will. <laughs> and I am not ashamed of that at all. 
I will gladly give up $5 for me to be able to sit on this couch a little longer and you cook like breakfast. God, look, my uh, middle child tried to give me a dollar the other day. She's she's brought me a random dollar. She actually folded up a note, a piece of mm-hmm. paper that said to you, and it was for me. She taped, put a thousand pieces of tape on it. I opened up a dollar fill out. Oh, no. I was like, this is probably a dollar that I had to specifically go out to get to put under your pillow for your tooth. I don't <laughs> want it. I was like, hey, no, it's like, this is your you keep that you stay you need to save your dollars and she looked at me she goes you're hurting my feelings oh so i was like hey give me the dollar i love the dollar give it to me i kiss give me a kiss i love you <laughs> so i'll just stick it in the stash for the next tooth that falls out to give back to you okay uh so you kind of reminded me of a story i think is a little funny as the last weekend when we recorded and i mean i uh we we had a couple drinks whatever uh, before this all happened <laughs> Before this all happened, so Benny, she's almost 10. She's about to turn 10. She got real mad at me, okay? She got real mad at me, and um, I I saw her in her room writing in her diary right after she got real mad at me. In her journal? In her journal. And I was like, mmm, some passive-aggressive stuff right there. You're going right about your mama right after we get in a fight. So listen. Do you invade her privacy? Yes, I did! (laughs) You guys had left, and I was still just, like, wide awake. I was up till, like, 2.30 in the morning, because that is who I am as a person on these nights that I like to... Partake. I'm a not owl as well. Yeah. So I sneak in there and I grab her diary and I come in the room and it even has like a lock on it <laughs> that is not really locked. You just like undo it. <laughs> just makes them feel secure. Yeah, it just makes her feel secure. Anyway, so I open it up and I find the page and it says, um, <laughs> the two people that are really nice to me are Kim and Jeff. <laughs> you want to know who Kim and Jeff are? That is my mom and dad. <laughs> She didn't even say mama, papa. She said Kim and Jeff for some reason. And that's all it said. It didn't say anything negative about me. But the thing like is. you hoped it would. Like I was like, just, I wanted to know what she was thinking. But anyway, uh, I ended up like passing out in that moment with the diary. Like on the, oh. it fell off on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. And so you? in the morning, the next day, she comes in and she goes, oh, mom. You got in my diary? Are you kidding me? And I was like, <laughs> well, you were mad at me and I needed to see what you said about me, but you didn't. So thank you. Love you. I'm sorry and I invaded you your go. privacy. And there's the moment. <laughs> you need to remember this moment forever because that is the moment that you lost her trust forever. I know. And I she mean, will never tell you anything ever whatever. again. Whatever. She's, <laughs> she's almost, like, she's only 10. Like, I, I can, I can look at her dang journal, okay? <laughs> I can do that. And that's what I did. I would look at my kids, but they lock it. They, they have a lock, lock on it, and they lock it, and uh, they hide the key from me. Am I like, curious? You know, uh, not with. Well, no, not really. Presley's real quiet though, too. You know, she's mm-hmm. like your oldest, so she's a little secretive. And the other day, she told me she said, "I have a, I have two secrets that I haven't told you." Oh, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> See, now that's what? when I would be like, okay, we okay, need to what down is it? Oh. Yeah. But I don't know if she wrote it down or anything. I just she just like told me that with this little smirk on her face, and I'm like, "What is it? Tell me. <laughs> said, Why tell can't me. you?" I said, "You can't dangle that carrot in front of my face and then not tell yeah. me what it is." So I'm like, "Honor and honor and honor to tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me." She goes, "Okay, okay." Do you remember this one time? There was this one time when um you were out driving and I was in the car 
and you bumped another car and <laughs> you just kept going. And I'm like sitting there. I'm baffled. I don't know what the heck she's talking about. But the thing is, she told her dad this little secret. Oh, she no. told her dad, didn't tell me. So now my husband legit thinks I have hit you something hit with the car and didn't tell him. And he's like constantly saying it to me. I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. She is a liar. <laughs> She probably gets that from you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she gets that from the Miljavik side. Oh, um, funny. Yeah, so that was one of them. The other one I never could get out of her, and it still haunts me. Every, I'm like, what is this secret? What oh, is it? Funny. I can remember. I had a diary for a short time when I was a kid about our girls this age, and I can remember being so mad at my parents. And I go in the other room, and I get out my journal, and I'm playing which is, you know, kind of awkward now. But R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Oh, and then I'm like, girl, I know. And I'm writing in hashtag the... Regret. Yeah, right. <laughs> hashtag regrets. Yeah. For sure. You know how but, mad I am that I, how much I loved Ignition? Now oh, that I God. know what was happening about the time he recorded. I'm like, it, man, I jammed out that song too. He is disgusting. Terrible. But yeah. Anyway, so at the time I didn't know that. And I'm like writing <laughs> Journal. You're one of those people full on supporting him. <laughs> right now. So everybody was. Right now, I'm just laying down on my floor listening to R. Kelly. <laughs> and I so wish I could fly away from this home. <laughs> I believe I could fly. Dot, 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 dot. And oh, I. Yeah. Gosh, you are Benny. I was so Benny. dramatic. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, that's it. That's that was story. really dramatic. That was yeah. very extra. Well, that's who I am. You. Extra, extra. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I think if people uh, see us like online, they mm-hmm. would they would absolutely one thousand percent think I was the extra one, and yeah. that you were kind of like quiet and reserved. No. So what we need to do is go out and tape it so they can no, all see. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> she wasn't ready. So they can all see just how insane you are and how Those uh, are harsh words. <laughs> In a good way, and saying oh, okay. in a good way, and how like quiet and weird I get. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Like you're just so much more comfortable doing it on video, and I'm yeah. not. But yeah, like, and we kind of do switch roles. We when do. We're like in the publics. <laughs> yeah, in the publics. Um, you know, even when it's like I can go on stage and like yeah, be extra and be out there, and right. whatever. But I step down into the crowd and I'm weird. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> you're not weird. weird. You're not weird. <laughs> You're just a more, you're a little more introverted than people would probably guess, yeah. I think. What's the word? Is it intrexivert? What? I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's the real word, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. There's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of sure. us out there. So we interrupt your regularly scheduled <laughs> program because um, we have got to tell you. So listen, hey, listen up, okay? Not everyone likes to get a box of full-size name brand products in correlation with the seasons, but we do. Oh, we sure do. we do. Heck yes, we do. Heck yes, we do. Mother Crushers is partnered with FabFitFun because we are FabFitFabulous. <laughs> and they saw that in us and were like, hey, duh. They were like, duh. We, yeah, like, for real. So Where have these ladies been all of our <laughs> life? So we wanted to let y'all know that since we are partners with FabFitFun, we have a special little code called Mother40 that you can use to get 40 See what we did there? Mm-hmm, Mother 40, mm-hmm. 40% off 
your box, your winter box. They have a winter's editor's box right now. And it's out. almost sold out. So if you are wanting to get that, you should it's jump last dip. on it. Last call jump for the winter it. box. Um, but yeah, it normally retails at $49.99. You can get that 40% off and get your first box for $29.99, which is an amazing deal. Uh, they all, full-size products, full-size, name brand, amazing products come in it. Uh, we ain't kidding. We got the box. We love it. Uh, Honestly, some, we actually use it. We really No, do. for real. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of things or companies that will come, I've like come at me, you know, with, mm-hmm. hey, you want to do that? And I say no to a lot of them because I don't genuinely like them. Right. Uh, and subscription boxes are something I don't do a lot of because I don't like to get too much product. And so I really do actually enjoy FabFitFun because it's seasonal. It's every three months and you get, you know, anywhere from five or six full, full size products and they're good. They're really good products. So we got Thrive. <laughs> we were actually just talking about how much we really love the Thrive mm-hmm. cosmetics that came like the highlighter came in the box. We absolutely loved it. So of course we went and tried some other stuff. Absolutely loved that. We got a throw blanket, the glow mask that bubbles up. I got a things. full um, eye palette that you I did. am obsessed with a pure brand. It, it's called Pure P-U-R, yeah. and it's an eye palette that is amazing. I use it every day. It can be fancy if you want to go out. It can be subtle if you're just kind of going It is really pretty. Cash. She showed it to me right before we recorded. I was like, that is actually really Yeah, and really it's not pretty. always just makeup or facial products. Like we said, we got a throw, um, a full-size throw blanket. We got little cups from Pure One, like dishes. Uh, Corey's like, what do I do with these bowls? I mean, they're cute. Like, you put stuff in the bowl. <laughs> Spices for when you're cooking right next to your Pioneer Woman butter dish. And you know I'm going to. (laughs) Uh, I'll probably use it for something like LOL doll shoe holders or something. (laughs) Either way, they're amazing. And it's Pure One, which is like, I mean, that's fancy. I don't shop there often. So if you're not on board already and you want to try it, then you can go to FabFitFun.com and use the code MOTHER40 to get 40% off your first box. Whoop, whoop. Okay, back to your regular, regular, I cannot say regularly. Back to your <laughs> regular, regular, <laughs> back to your regular, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Okay, thank um, you for that. Yeah. So, so we were, so one of the reasons that um, we're going to go there, I was kind of proud of myself for going out, like we said, was because I have been having um, a lot of issues that I'm coming to terms with mm-hmm. this uh, last month or so with, um, feeling like something isn't normal. And um, I want to talk about it because there's a billion women out there who are going through this as well. I know this because I got blown up on Instagram, at least 300 messages from women who were going through the exact same thing I was going through and scared to speak up about it because it's a stigma when you talk about mental health. And, um, and I completely understand that in a way that I didn't understand it before because I've never felt like this before and I've never dealt with it before. Um, I actually thought that that it was going to skip me, uh, my great grandmother, grandmother, mom, my even my uh, papa, my sister. It, almost everyone in my family was clinically depressed or bipolar or anxiety, like you name it, it was in there. And I have been kind of running away from this because. I don't want to, I don't want to have this label on me. Like, I don't want to be depressed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I also was really nervous because as a Christian woman, I knew what I knew I was going to start having people coming out of the woodwork telling me, 
that I just need to give it to God and I need to pray about it and uh, just to have faith because he would take it away. And um, it, it really infuriated me because nothing because you are a woman of faith. <laughs> yes, 100 percent. I'm like, do you even know me? Um, I just wrote a whole book about this. Like I that's not what's happening here. It was it is absolutely normal for a mother to feel overwhelmed and stressed out and to feel um, anxious in certain instances. But what I started to feel was not that. I have, you know, that's totally normal. This was not normal. This was a, I feel like I am stepping outside of my body and can't control my feelings. I feel like, um, particularly one day I, I told Corey, I had, it was a Saturday and I did not get out of bed. There was no reason for me not to. I just did not get out of bed, not to pee, not to eat, not to take a drink of anything. And I didn't set foot out of my bed until about 7 p.m. I didn't speak to my children that day. I just basically had the door locked. I didn't speak to my husband. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. They just assumed I was sick. Nothing was wrong with me other than I don't know why I couldn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I And I just felt indifferent. Well, and this is what infuriates me is that you feel like you need to justify the way you're feeling. Um, You feel like, and I have done that. We all do it. We feel like we have to be like, if we're telling somebody, this is, I feel this way. And this is something that I did. Like, is this normal? Because people come out of the woodwork like they did to you. And they said, you, you were so transparent and told everybody how you were feeling and that you Um, you know, are feeling like you're probably depressed right now. That should be enough. You need no one, no one. And if they do come at you, they're going to have this little ginger snap coming at it, telling you that, oh, it's normal part of motherhood or pray it out. No, shut up. Just listen. Sometimes all any of us need is for somebody to just listen and believe the way we say we are feeling. And to uh, to trust us when we say it's not Exactly. It's not normal to feel like I honestly have so many times where I felt like I was outside of myself just watching myself and telling myself, girl, like, get up, get it together. Like, Mm -hmm. go brush your teeth. Go take a – and listen, it's no secret I'm not a fan of showers, but (laughs) – this reached beyond that. It right. was like, I, I'm not taking care of myself in any way at all for like 10 days straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not bathing my kids. I'm not fixing. I, nobody wants to admit that because, you know, you're going to have people automatically say, well, what a bad mom. Like, just right. do it. Just take. I, and I can't, I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why. And, um, you know, it's, it's also this, I don't want to be constantly asked if I'm okay either, because this isn't every day. It's not every single day. Right. I will say for me, it's progressively gotten worse and stronger and it's gotten to a point. I have felt for a very long time that, um, because I do have a strong relationship with God that I've been getting urged and pushed to go talk to someone, to go talk to a doctor, Mm -hmm. to see what's going on. And I've been ignoring it because I didn't want to deal with it or admit it, or I didn't want to be labeled. And I didn't, um, I just, wanted to be able to be myself again and mm-hmm. on my own. And I'm terrified. I'm personally terrified of needing to take anything in order to feel the way I've felt my entire life, mm-hmm. you know, and especially uh, about two years ago, I was on top of the world. I was mm-hmm. just uh, emulating joy and, right. and, and I, nothing happened to change that. It just 
I can't it control just it. Is. It's yes. just is. And yeah. so for the first time I've realized, you know, just how many people don't understand that it's just as much something physically off with you as a cold or the flu or if you all of a sudden had chick woke up with chicken pox all over your skin, people could see that you have chicken pox that you're sick that and they would never in a million years tell you not to go to the doctor mm-hmm. and to get whatever it is you need to take care of that to heal. And if something is chemically off in my body, if my hormones are out of whack, if there's some part of my brain that's not firing off the way it's supposed to, I can't control that. And that is a physical thing that might need something to balance it out. And, you know, what what drives me absolutely insane. Okay, I, let me say this. If you have, if you're doing something um, in a different way that doesn't include, you know, medicine or whatever. Great. Great. And we're not even saying don't ever tell anybody about it because sure, if something works for you and you want to share it with people, sure, share it. But I'm going to tell you what is not okay to come at somebody who is being open and and putting themselves out there and saying, I am low. I am at a very low point. I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to figure this out. Don't go at them and say, no, you don't need to do that. Don't take medicine. Do this. This works for me. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Not us. That's not helpful. And that's not okay to like come at somebody and try to talk them out of helping themselves because... Which is the hardest thing to do in the first exactly, place already. Because because your CBD oil worked for you. And I'm not... I, I said that and it sounds like I'm knocking it. And I'm not. No, because like, I think great. it probably does really help but a lot of people. But you do need but, to go get tests done to find yes, out exactly what's going on. It could be on. something wrong with your thyroid. It could be a, a, a plethora of things. things. And I know what to ask for too. Yeah. It's not like, you know... Like you're an idiot. Like you haven't <laughs> researched at all. Like, yes. And listen, I actually, I appreciate all of the love and encouragement that I got, which was a ton, Mm -hmm. so much. And honestly, I'll be honest, I really feel like I, and y'all know this about me, if you've read the book or if you follow me, you know that I truly believe that everything you struggle with in life is because there's going to come a point in time where you are going to need to help someone who's going through what you were going through before. And you're going to take your experience and take what you learned from it and take, you know, um, how much you grew from it and whatever character was built from it and how you're getting through it. And you're gonna be able to help them. So I know that that's what this, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I didn't like when my niece died of cancer, but there's, you know, things happen in life and you have a choice. You can help others with it, or you can, you know, let it, create a seed of negativity and anger and hatred in you. And so I know this is going to be just one more way that I can help people. And just by being open about what I was feeling, I had so many women send me messages and say, I... I made an appointment today. I'm going to go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to run out and get on freaking Xanax. That's not what that (laughs) means. I think that's what people picture. Like, (laughs) seriously? Right. Like, no, it doesn't mean that that's what we're jumping to. Like, I don't feel good. Give me Xanax. No. Like, it's just taking that step to to find out what's going on. Right. You know, whether that be having your doctor, like for me, the first step was going to the doctor and they set me up with a therapist and that was the first step. And then deeper into that therapy, I realized, okay, I'm going to need a, something a little more, you know. Um, I just, I guess, I want to be clear that I'm not saying, we are not saying that like throwing out suggestions of what helped you is bad because it's not like but if you're shoving it in someone's face it is if you're making if you're it's almost like a lot of the comments i saw Mm -hmm. that like kind of infuriated me were 
when you had posted stuff was yeah. like very condescending, like a condescending tone. Like you don't need that. It just do this or do yeah. that or, you know, that stuff has terrible things in it, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's or- just like save it. Save it. I don't – that's not the point of what you're doing. You know, that's yeah. not the point of why you're putting it out there. Or even people saying like, I I thought something seemed off with you. And it's Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Because it, just because I'm saying this now doesn't mean that, you know, every time you saw me happy or joyful on a live feed that I was faking it. I absolutely wasn't. I truly – let y'all see every emotion that I'm feeling at the time. And honestly, when I go live, I'm very happy. I'm, it's like where I'm meant to be. I love talking with y'all and I get a lot of joy out of it. So, um, when I'm feeling emotional, I cry in front of everyone. You know what I mean? Like that's what you see. So it really hurt to have people just jump to all these assumptions based who don't know me at all. Personally. Giving unsolicited advice. Yes. And, you know, giving me, uh, horror, horror stories about, things that happen with people that they were they're you know related to with medication or something like that like I don't need to hear that because I'm not trying to get hooked on any kind of drug that's not what I'm doing um but my health matters and it's and I'll be honest with y'all too for me it's not just this like my blood being on fire sometimes out of nowhere and feeling like I'm gonna black out it's I've also had a lot of headaches and seeing spots all the time. I've felt like something is off with me for a very long time. So it's just taking the initiative and taking that step to just find some answers and find out what's going on and going pick finding a doctor that's really uh, great for you, which might mean going to several different ones before you find the one that you feel like really listens and understands what you're right. saying. It and- might be going to like, um, I d- I'm going to butcher this word, homeo. Homeopathic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were, you were I nailed it. A homeopathic doctor it. because that's what you're looking for. That is fine. Yeah. I mean, like, you no one's knocking yourself. that. You know what – yeah, trust your gut and and don't let people's – you know, don't let people push things on you. Yes. And don't let people uh, – uh, someone asked me, they said, so, you know, have you talked to your – have you told your husband about this or how you're feeling and what's his reaction? And I'll be honest with you all, I, I have not told him. I haven't even – I haven't even told him I'm going to the doctor because I – this is truly – I am – for one, I don't feel necessarily – I don't know that he'll understand because um, mm. a lot of people don't get it. They don't understand sure. it. Sure. And I think also when you're in a um, – husband wife situation depending on what your relationship is like um i don't know that he will believe me you know because he might just think i'm i don't know i i also don't know I, I i don't want it to be something that can be held against me the next time that i lose my mind when he clips his nails in my bed you know says, I mean? did you, you take know? your medicine right yeah um, um because what you're doing isn't actually infuriating me to a level that i want to kill you you know uh, what i mean like uh, so I was, I'm a little nervous. I, I obviously I'm going to have to talk with them, but yeah. yeah, like this is, this is why it's hard though, because you don't want it to be something that people use against you. Like, oh, if you're sad, are you okay? What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you okay? Did you take your medicine? You don't want to, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm allowed to have normal emotions still. It's just, I know what's going on inside of me that what other people can't see probably is not normal. And so truthfully, I haven't told my spouse because. And I feel like that's just a lot of the anxiety that you're having and yeah. insecurities about, you know, coming out and saying, I feel depressed. Um, and, and yeah, I'm not typically you, an overthinker. Right. Things, so it's weird for me to be 
I do, do think you are you are you need to set him down and talk to him about it and I think you'll probably feel like a weight's off your chest too after you do and you know just yeah. you can do it. <gasps> <laughs> Just breathe. Just breathe. Um, you know, uh, I actually started, I can't even remember her name now while we're on here. Dang it. But I started to follow this page that someone recommended uh, on Instagram that uh, that she's like a therapist is what she does. There's my phone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and she's she's very big into mental health awareness and, and tackling those taboos and stigmas. And there was one particular picture that made so much sense. And um, it was a glass. And she said, you know, almost everyone has a predisposition to a mental illness. And what happens is the glass has some liquid in it. And there are certain things that may happen in someone's life, factors that, you know, add a little bit more liquid to your glass. And, um, you know, if you've experienced trauma or uh, had any kind of, um, if it's in your genetics, Mm -hmm. you know, all these different things factor in. And as the liquid keeps getting poured in and poured in and poured in as things are happening in your life, sometimes the glass starts to spill over. And once it spills over, that's when someone's mental illness will physically appear. And so basically I've tipped over. (laughs) That's what my glass don't over full. <laughs> you know what that, that song I say? I'm a little, I'm a little crazy pot from the yeah, side. Yeah, I was just thinking over. of that. Yeah, uh, it's true. It, I, I have you officially bubbled over. over. So I think that's just, that's what it is. And I think it makes it, it's a good visual. And it's a good way to understand that um, for some people it never will and and others it will. And And I think a lot of mine absolutely has to do with genetics and something going on inside me that I can't, that's a physical thing. Because as far as having made peace, someone actually had the nerve to tell me that I'm having these feelings because I was molested and that I haven't dealt with it. And I was like, how dare you? Because I have 100% made peace with everything that's happened. I have made peace with that. I have made peace with, um, with my niece dying of cancer. I have, I have completely forgiven my dad and, and, and everyone in my life that I truly can say that my soul is at peace. It's not, that's not what it is. For me, I think it's just, it was my time. It blows my mind. I know. Like, it really you, blows how my can mind. You just, how I can would you tell never. Me I mean, I'm, I don't know. Like, there's just a time when you should probably just listen just to somebody. Keep just keep it yeah. to yourself. Keep it I don't to know. yourself. I don't know. We're really just trying to be open. Uh, we're not trying to like overdo the whole mental health stuff, but it is something that's very important to us and yes. something that um, Caroline and I both uh, struggle with. Yeah, and so, Corey's a vet with this stuff, you know, like she's, <laughs> I'm an OG. I'm a rookie. I, I'm experiencing all of this. Yeah. For the first time. It's new and it is important. And there are so many of you out there that uh, we, we want to share these stories with you so that maybe, you know, if you, if you were questioning how you're feeling, if you were worried about what other people would think, we would like to, we just want to encourage you to. It's okay. There's it's a lot okay. more, there's a, so many more than you think. Mm-hmm. I think the number one thing I hear from women is I, I just thought it was me. I thought it was just me. Right. And I thought I was the only one having these crazy thoughts and, and it's not just you. There's so many and there's just a lot so many that aren't talking about it. They're not mm-hmm. open about it because it's scary to be open about it. So that's why we got to do it. <laughs> Just so you know, you're not alone. You're not crazy. And if you're, if you feel like you might need to talk to someone, just go do it, go do it. And when you do it, 
send us a message and let us know because we would love to just send you love and encourage you. And um, this can be something that really makes a difference in your life. And it, can, it might just be talking to somebody, just some therapy, just venting, venting some things. There might be something off with your body that needs to get straightened out. You never know. So don't be scared. Don't be scared. Do it. Hey, do like it. Nike, like <laughs> just do it. <laughs> All right. So we are so excited to continue pouring into y'all and, and, chatting with y'all and and we're so grateful that you continue to listen and uh we're so grateful to see those reviews coming in so many new reviews came in y'all that was so Ooh, awesome got we, me all teary goodness gracious sakes alive Corey is like emotional, emotional roller coaster mess. yes she posted it on facebook we like, did i was like Ooh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> but we it's love so y'all nice. so much for that and you know if you haven't yet make sure and you and you're loving the podcast make sure you go over there and give us that review we have a goal to get to over 500 reviews we're at like almost 200 200 and something so that's amazing uh also make sure you're following the mother crushers page on instagram and facebook for updates and anything new that we want to let y'all know and um keep crushing it keep crushing it and if you haven't yet i'm not sure why you haven't but if you haven't yet you need to go get the book oddly enough written by carolyn Muljavic because it's just Best book of the year. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I'm like a shameless plug. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, Mother Crushers, out.